Hello, hello, Joey here. Welcome back to Droolish. Let's get started. Welcome back to Droolish. I am your host, Joey Montano. If you are new to Droolish, this is a sleep and relaxation podcast focus on you, focusing on helping you fall asleep through background noises, uh, more white sounds, ambiance, and my yawn-inducing voice, or at the very least, that's what I am banking on for this podcast. Uh, but uh, generally, in my experience, whenever I speak for long periods of time, people tend to yawn, and I am double-downing, triple-downing, quadruple-downing my vocal abilities to continue to help you yawn and hopefully get your mind off of your day. And apparently, from after reading last episode's uh, um, quote-unquote how to reduce racing thoughts uh, episode, I guess, uh, apparently this podcast might actually qualify as a beneficial distraction. Well, maybe not beneficial, but I digress. Since if you are new to Droolish still, I do talk about a variety of subjects. Um, It could be anything between numbers, stats, sports betting, my personal experiences on a lot of things. Uh, startup ideas, it, does, it doesn't matter. I like to talk about things that interest me. And on the off chance that it might interest you, that's cool. And hopefully the background noises in my voice help you fall asleep. And on the other off chance that it does not interest you, feel free to stop listening right now and find another sleeping podcast with ads, voices, and uh, just random shenanigans, if that's your jam. Um, but I like to create a calming experience and uh, most of it involves, you know, steady background white noise. I want to work in more pleasant sounds over time. And just to talk about subjects that might be semi-appealing to some, but really don't hold its own interest for long term. Hence, you get bored. And I guess the way I normally speak, people tend to get bored anyway. Um, it should, at least in my head, create the perfect concoction of the cure for insomnia. That sounds bold. That's because it is bold, and it's li- it's likely not going to be the case. But for those that it does work, then you're welcome. I'm imagining you saying thank you in my head, and I'm saying you're welcome. But seriously, though, I, I, I you are able to go to sleep. Uh, that's super awesome, and I'm glad that I'm able to help. Like it's, it's that would be amazing, um, considering that I'm big, not big insomniac as, as I used to, but. Uh, studying the art of sleep and improving sleep quality is is something I'm pretty passionate about. And it's kind of always been the case. Just been fascinated with just getting good sleep. And uh, let's, let's talk about good stuff, actually. This is going to be a fun episode. By fun episode, I'm not saying all the up, other episodes aren't fun. But I wanted to do something different. And I normally do something different all the time. But that's, I don't know. That's, that's this podcast. Uh, and the big thing I want to do is I want to talk about cozy places. Describe cozy places for you guys. And just warm you guys up to just cozy in general. Don't know if this is going to be great. Don't know if this is going to be terrible. But screw it. It's my podcast and I do what I want. No, but I don't know. I just feel like... Um, Realistically, I just think whenever I feel cozy, uh, just 
reverse engineering. Uh, I'll take I'll I'll reverse engineer this guys because um, if I'm able to sleep well, like what what helps me sleep well? So unlike the last episode, figuring out what helps me not sleep well, um, like, or what are things that aren't preventing me from sleeping well, I'm talking about what helps me sleep well. And the more I thought about it, the the warmer I feel, the snugger I feel, and the more I don't know comfort I feel. Um, those are like the key, at least like the feelings, like the feels that get me to feel calm and relax, and it helps me go to sleep. Now I think about like I can okay like now how do I get to calm and relax and what's the general theme? And the general theme is me being cozy. Okay, so distracting the outside world of what's not doing anything, you know, like there are certain things that make us feel secure, safe, and probably ready to take on anything, or at least the very least um, make us acknowledge that we're kind of living in the now and we're doing our best just to enjoy it. And I think cozy is the perfect, like, way to achieve, like, good sleep. Uh, and the other things I talked about prior are good ways to, at least in my opinion, to to avoid bad sleep. And that can transcend into good sleep, obviously. And there's a billion different ways for us to have good sleep, at least in my experience, and there's also a billion ways for us to actually have bad sleep. So it's just avoiding the bad stuff and focusing on the good. And again, coziness is the name of the game today. So, what's in store? Well, I thought it'd be a good idea just to talk about the cozy places. That's it. So, cozy place number one. Let's take, let's put us in a, a Honda Fit. And it is storming outside. As a matter of fact, it might sound like the storm that you're hearing right about now. And you're looking outside and you think, man, it is cold, rainy. Why am I in this car? I'm not even driving in this car. I'm just sitting in the back seat, just trying to relax and let the day go. But it's raining outside, and it feels so bad outside. If you're outside, it sucks being outside. Imagine looking outside in that Honda Fit, and someone has no umbrella, and they're walking, and their hands are freezing, and they don't have a jacket, and they look miserable. Now, you think about that, and then you sit in your Honda Fit, and you're like, man, that is really terrible to be outside right now. Man, it feels really nice and snug in here in comparison. Boom. Alright, so that's the sense of coziness that I want. I want you guys to have. Coziness is, <laughs> I know it sounds like a bastard version, but my version of coziness is to feel warm, to feel warm and snug given the situation. Period. And it's usually comparative to the surroundings around, oh, your surroundings, your surroundings, I should say. So, most of these cozy scenarios that I like generally have a baseline sense of of what's around and what I think we would traditionally have for coziness, but uh, I will do my best to point out scenarios where it might not be traditionally cozy, but with the right context, it's something that I think we all can take to heart, to in a sense, and kind of use in our everyday lives, because we have to make the best out of our situations, and you know, we have to throw in cliches here, but with like every day we have a new deck, we have a new hand that's dealt. 
more or less. And we gotta play it the best that we can. And that's the way I see, that's the way I try to see these things is try to try to do my best to see the best out of a situation. And in regards to sleep, I try to find the best ways to make myself cozy at night because cozy is the key to comfort sleep. In and out, because coziness implies warmness, safe, secure, and kind of almost enclosed in a spot, but you're you're secure and snug. So, uh, yeah, feel free to disagree with me on that one. Go ahead. I'm not going to read it, but <laughs> that makes me feel cozy inside. Well, that's just me. So, but let's go back to the Honda Food example. Just even just removing the terrible scenery. Not terrible, but like the terrible rainstorm. Let's just make a calming rain. Still, similar to what you're hearing right now. But what if we change the lighting inside the fit to be more of candlelight? Um, even throw in a, like some Christmas lights on the ceiling. And you can pull down the seats in the back and you have yourself a nice little pad for you to lay down in. Okay? Now let's just throw ourselves, um, imagining us putting a, uh, a, let's say a shag carpet underneath. I know it sounds very groovy, and not groovy at all, weirdly enough, but throw in a shag carpet as your baseline of your, uh, your bottom layer of, you know, underneath the floor mats and everything else. Okay? Then let's throw in like 20 pillows, put it over that Put, put lay it over the the rug and now you got yourself a, a fairly nice uh, pseudo mattress underneath you know you got you got some nice support then outside of that you can get yourself some nice plush pillows that put up around the corners of like say the seats um, the the driver or passenger seat okay so you have a nice little area for you to sit up on if you want to or you can lay down and now since you got your little lights, you might as well just shut out the rest of the world. So let's just throw up an imaginary sheet that covers the outside. Maybe maybe you can keep the back window open. Now replace your car from, let's just say this Honda Fit was in a back alley. And now we're going to move it to, I don't know, uh, maybe something just on a street that gets some traffic. Not overly amount of not a huge amount of traffic, but maybe a, maybe a car an hour. It has some city it has some city lights that uh, you can view from the outside. And let's just say from the back window, we put up sheets on the both left side, right side, and we can still look through the back. But we also put up a sheet um, that cover that masks us from looking out the front side of the window as well. So now we get to hear the rain look outside the back window with sheets, blankets, and pillows and rugs underneath us to create a nice, warm, soft area. Now, if we want to make it feel a little bit more cozy, maybe we could just throw in a nice book to read, and maybe uh, maybe throw in some fire, fire uh, maybe a mini fire, not in the car, maybe some fireplace sounds. Now you got yourself your own little uh, secret hut in the hunt fit. You got your own little your fit hut, and you know compare that to it just sitting in a car, driving in a terrible rain. Like one feels like a chore, the other one feels like it's cozy. You know you can create that coziness scenario. You know 
any day of the week. Same thing if you're still in the same Honda Fit with the, with the coziness enhancements. You can throw your, you can throw your puppy in there. If you have a puppy or a cat, pet your cat. Cool, right? And then if you want to feel super cozy, even on top of that, just grab a book. Grab a book about um, I don't know about anything. Maybe a book that's more informational because you feel like you're learning something, but at the same time you might just fall asleep because your brain might not, might not be too invested into learning things, so it'll automatically make you want to sleep. But but that could also be an option, okay? So you could turn a, a, a Honda Fit or any car into a very cozy place, and that could that could travel anywhere. You can, you can go to the city, you can go to the mountains, back streets, country, woods, forest, whatever. Okay, whatever floats your boat. I just mentioned the rain with the city lights because I, I like that feeling. I like I like the sound of the rain hitting the top of a car. I love the rain. I like the sound of rain that hits anything. Um, not just the ground because it kind of sounds the same, but like different things it bounces off. It sounds great. I always always find that to be calming. And you always want to have a baseline set when you're just driving cozy. You know, you want to have something that's consistent, whether if it's just the snugness or the rain, soft rain that might be like bounce, like bouncing on like the top of the the car ceiling uh, roof, I should say. And then yeah, I don't know, maybe you listen to some like lo-fi jazz or something like that. You could be listening to some of that. If you don't know what that stuff is, I recommend going on YouTube, typing in like chill lo-fi hip hop. Uh, I used to play that stuff actually at the beginning of my earlier episodes, and I did find it to be amusing, but I also found it to be a little bit distracting in the sense of too many too many voices and whatnot going on. So, but that's um, I feel like that's obviously a good a good way to relax and calm yourself. Now, if you are someone who's wondering, hey, where can I get the, like these warm lights, warm warm type of like coziness feelies? I guess like if I want to buy something like that. And, and use it for your room or outdoors or whatever. Obviously, Amazon, you can look for it, but generally, um, I found this, uh, I think, on Amazon called Twinkle Lights. It has that warm, like, app, like the warm, fuzzy feeling that you can put, like, they're not Christmas lights. They're kind of like Christmas lights, but they're different sizes. And you can hang it up on a window or you can hang it up on a ceiling. We also have, uh, I actually ended up buying some hanging, hanging lights. I placed them in my, uh, my backyard uh, over the summer. And I think you see those guys. I think you see them kind of like at certain bars as well. Kind of like if, if there's outside seating, they create that warm ambiance type of feel. Uh, I highly recommend getting those. I think they have them at Sam's Club. Although that is a little bit more pricey. Like I think like 40 bucks for like I think like 15 feet of it or something. But again, uh, those to me create that warm coziness feel. And the art of coziness, I think, like I said, is directly. They're fairly related to sleep because coziness makes us comfortable, relaxed, and kind of makes us not think about our day. It keeps us worry-free. Cozy scenario number two. This is nice. Uh, just imagine you're in anyone's in, in, in a home. It doesn't really matter what home, but it could be cold out. Let's just say it's cold out. It might be a cold winter day, cold winter night. Maybe it's snowing outside, snow's a little bit fuzzy, maybe you get some of the um, nice fluffy snow, and not like the blizzard conditions, just nice fluffy snow, where it kind of goes down at a small pace, but you can visibly see like the big old snowflakes, 
and it's it's already coating the grass. Grass is not only being coated, but it has that nice like white fluff look on top of it. And you're sitting down, and as opposed to sitting down like on the couch and kind of just vegging out, let's just put you in a nook. Let's say with a window outside this nook, and you're able to look out the window. And I feel vi I, I think visuals are great. Just looking out the window, looking at the snow, and right next to the nook on the other side is a fireplace. A lot of, I think, like like older homes, like in the 50s and 60s, especially those with, like, two stories. Um, maybe the one specifically out in, the in like, the Midwest and the uh, New England area. I have more of these, like, I would say these types of homes. And, th and that, right next to the nook, obviously you're looking out the window, you have a fireplace. Ooh, look at that. Fireplace. Boom. Um, that fireplace is being used. You can look outside go on your laptop, read or study just while you're relaxing and listening to that fire and you hear the crackling sounds. Might be similar to what you're hearing right now. And when you hear these fire fire sounds, it just kind of keeps that warm feeling of of you just hanging out with friends at night or just being chill or maybe all the other scenes where it's just you feel the warmth of the fire or it could be a bonfire that you've been in the past, but that fireplace just reminds you of, like, I don't want to say the good old times, but the times where you just had good times, good friends, and you were living life for the now. And, I th and when you're doing that, you know, the fireplace just resonates those feelings. You're looking outside, it's still, it still could be fairly sunny out, and the snow's bright, and it's snowing, and you're just enjoying the scenery, you're enjoying what's going on around you all while you're doing your day to day you're taking it all in on top of that on the nook that you're in it's on a nice 12 inch let's say day bed maybe a memory foam maybe memory foam hybrid you're able to mosey on and get comfortable in but it's got enough spring and a step to where if you move you know you feel like you're getting places and you don't feel like you're being sunk in throw in a nice throw blanket perhaps with like those extra sprigs those strings at the very end to make you look fashionable i don't know and boom you got yourself a nice little nook set up throw in some nice pillows put it on the side of the nook where your back is on so you can actually sit up in the nook look outside and put your laptop on your chest or your notepad on your chest or knees or whatever and you're good to go also be sure to include your puppy your puppy always has to be in in those areas for it feels cozy. I'm a big fan of the warm lights, so be sure to get warm lighting. Uh, your warm lighting is going to be probably from a few smaller light bulbs, similar to the first scenario that we mentioned. But a lot of these warm light bulbs, I recommend go to any hardware store, and I'll do yourself do yourself a solid. Get yourself a uh, believe the light frame wattage or the um, the luminescence color. Uh, make it at least 3,500 or lower. Um, the lower that number, the warmer the color is, and I think that's more orange. So you don't want it to be completely orange, but you want it to have like a nice, like almost natural, dim, orangey type feel. If you have more white, it feels like it's daylight, sunlight, it's super exposure. Um, but I probably wouldn't recommend that, especially in the evening hours. 
uh, mainly because you don't want it to feel like it's super bright inside. Um, you kind of want it to feel warm and relaxing and open. Uh, but of course, these lights don't really need to be turned on because it is still outside and sunny, and you just get to relax. You get to enjoy and relax the day as is, and you get to do what you can. When you get to relax, you get to sleep a lot easier. And you might be able to read your book. Again, a lot of these books could be anything that puts you to sleep or things that keep you interested. But regardless, you're keeping your mind active. You're keeping your mind about you and you're doing yourself a favor by just giving yourself some nice R&R. &R. But sometimes maybe the nook might feel too small. What if the nook is only just enough to... I don't know. I mean, if you're taller, the nook isn't as big. Well, get yourself one of those old grandma chairs that, I don't know, I see at every thrift shop around here where it looks like Granny's chair where it's just this... where it's not quite a recliner, but it looks like it's a nice accent chair type so something that would just immediately when you sit in it you feel super soft it's kind of springy and you almost sink right into it throw that accent chair in front of a fireplace forget the nook for now let's just throw the accent chair and let's just turn the daytime into nighttime it's evening time you get to relax i don't know pour yourself some scotch maybe a little bit of alcohol not too late though remember you gotta go to sleep later but Maybe some, uh, I don't know, some Jim Bean. Uh, put it on the rocks. Just sip it a little bit at a time. Uh, maybe if you're like me, just throw in some Coke and mix it together. Make it feel taste a little bit smoother. I mean, I'm generally more of a vodka man, but hey, like, screwdrivers aren't cozy. Jim Bean is. So, get yourself some Jim Bean and Coke. Then, uh, you, and then, you know, move the chair in front of the fireplace. You might even have uh, a buddy or a person, your, your loved one. Uh, get another chair, maybe you both can hang out, look at the fireplace, and read. Enjoy your time together. You know, not every, uh, not, you don't have to spend every waking moment with your loved one talking. You don't have to fill in the gaps of a conversation. You can always just relax and just be glad that you have a companion by your side. And, uh, you know, you don't have to say too much, at least not for that time being. You're both are just enjoying your time together, being cozy together in front of the fireplace on a nice snowy day. Alright, let's try this. Let's just pretend you are in a busy working environment. Now, the place that you work at allows you to, you know, work anywhere specifically in the building. Um, you can work from home, but generally you still should be in the office about three to five days. Imagine you're there three out of five days a week and sometimes you know you're not forced to be working in a certain area it's, you're working at one of the startup locations or startup startups or uh, you know a, more of a progressive company that generally values their employee and they, and they understand hey as long as you get your job done and you do a damn good job you know everything's good like we you know we all pay for value at the end of the day you do your best work you do what you can but you know you can't just stand at your desk or sit at your desk all day I feel, you know, sometimes you got to move, sometimes you just got to get your own quote-unquote me time. And it might be in a fast-paced atmosphere environment. And, and, uh, and you know, there's a lot of ambience going on. You can still hear people in their meetings, and, you know, in other rooms. And you can hear people talk to their clients, even on the same, like, main floor area. You're getting your work done. Uh, you might have your headphones on, but you still just can't get, you know, the day-to-day 
noise out. Luckily, the company has many different calm, like scenic, cozy spots, and one, this one specific spot that you know that you love to go to every single time is right behind the HR desk. Maybe it's just a little crevice in a part of the building that no one really knows about, but behind that crevice is a nice, I don't know, let's say like a two, two foot wide by like six foot little nook area, and I, I don't know why, but nooks just scream cozy, but it's just that little air, that little sliver, and inside that sliver, eh, it's two by six, it's not that sliver, but let's say, let's give it three by six, like the size of a bed, uh, yeah, the size of a bed, that room. Inside that, that little nook area uh, is one of those hanging floating eggs, now, uh, egg seats, and I don't know if you guys have seen those, but uh, I recommend you guys looking that up whenever you get the chance. Uh, those floating egg seats are amazing. Now they do cost a pretty penny, and I don't recommend you guys just buying because I don't I don't own them. But I've sat in them before, and they hang from the ceiling. And that already right there, the thought of you being hung and swung and just relaxing almost at gravity's whim is a pretty darn good feel. So what you want to do, or actually what, what you do is here we have our little little egg that we sit in and it's got those nice little pillows that everyone likes to sit on like those pillow slash cushions with some uh oh well the uh, egg seat is actually i think made out of bamboo so uh, it's not really hard to sit in and it's set it in a way to where once you sit you're kind of sunk in and right there in front of the egg where you're sitting out there's a nice window and you get to see what's going on on the outside it could be a nice field, or perhaps maybe if you're in the city, it's just a nice view of the city. You might be on the fifth floor of a building, and you are sitting in this egg with nice cushions, and you already feel warm and snug just based on the fact that this egg seat, uh, it, you know, you're pretty much already enclosed in it. You kind of just put your body in, and you sit in, and, you're, and the seat is pretty much wrapped around you. And you still have your space for your office space. You can sit down. And you decide to take it up a notch, you, know, you put on your headphones and, you know, instead of just sitting in it, why don't you just sit down Indian style and just, you know, not even touch the ground, just put your whole body in the egg, the egg seating. And no one's around, no one wants to go to this area, it's out of the way, and you decided to go out of the, out of the way uh, for the extra effort, just so you can sit in this one spot with this nice view of the city. and. Well, you hear the background noise, it's not particularly loud compared to the front of your main workspace. It almost sounds like the voices you hear are, are a good background noise as your day-to-day -day gets drowned out. As your day-to-day -day gets drowned out, you might even have a little uh, a light switch above you or behind you. You flip the switch on and there's actually a lamp. Uh, maybe one of those Himalayan like orange lamps. Uh, maybe a Himalayan salt lamp that uh, has a warm display and the 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 salt the, the salt lamp itself uh, just glimmers with I don't know just sheer decadence I don't I'm just throwing out all these words but you know the you know sheer decadence and and you just open up your laptop or your notepad and you just describe and you just think like hey this is this is nice you know uh, you're away from the crowd and you're are you're you're silent in your own space but still connected to society you get to see what's going on in the city you get to take in 
all of your surroundings and what's around you. While at the same time, it's not going to be the forefront of what you take in, but it's just those things that you can enjoy while you sit down, relax, and even throw yourself a nice little throw blanket and feel, get yourself all comfortable. And next to this egg seat, you, uh, you might be able to grab out and reach a nice caffeine-free iced tea. Be sweetened. I say caffeine free because it's going to be during the day. You don't you don't want to get amped up. You want to be cozy down. You want to cozy yourself down, relax, and sit in your egg, your 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 egg seat, and you know any body weight that you have, any body motion, you can swing one way, swing another, and you can kind of create that almost hammock like experience, all while in that seat. You can sit there for 20, 30 minutes get a lot of your work done, and then spend five minutes just to observe and close your eyes and relax. Just think about, hey, this is nice. You get to enjoy the now. You're not caught up in the day's work, but you put yourself in a situation to where you can actually sit sit back and take yourself out of the moment and or out of the everyday hustle, and then just enjoy what you have. And then you can go back to work and just do repeat that for 30 minutes for a couple hours then you should you should be feeling refreshed happy good to go that's that's a setup that I would actually want to have at my house uh, in, in at any point in the future uh, I love those eggs those eggs are amazing like those seeding eggs are amazing and as a matter of fact um, I've I've sat in I don't know I've sat in like three of them at different companies those are nice uh, they just have them around and I think they have them at Sam's Club or Costco they usually show them out in the spring uh, and I want to double check to make sure those I know I talked about it for like 10 minutes but uh, I think it's like an egg seat egg seat swing yeah it is an egg seat swing yep egg sweet egg seat swing those are what they're called I love those. I love the swinging ones, especially the ones that hang from the bottom. I don't like the ones with the baseboards. Uh, those are no buenos, but the ones that just are hung from like a ceiling, those are great. They're never in the way. And then you get the nice little uh, the pillows that fit specifically for that. It's almost like you're a dog, kind of like in a box, like a small box, and they, they sit in a bed where it's just cozy and like it wraps around them. Like those are the type of egg swings that like I love. Best egg-shaped outdoor swing chair. Amazon, Amazon has everything. It's also it's also known as a hanging chair, but I like to call it egg. It's an egg chair. Here's another. Uh, remember back in the '90s or 2000s, depending on who you are, it could be the '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s, even 2020s. I don't know who's listening, but. Imagine yourself as a kid, and it is freezing outside. You're outside in the snow, playing with friends, and it was probably a snow day, and it was still snowy that very day. You didn't know any better. You were a kid. You still went outside with your friends. Snow day. No one's going to stop you. But it's your snow day, and after being outside for hours, your nose is runny, your nose is stuffed. And how can I be both? Well, one nostril is frozen, and the other one isn't. You know, you're drenched with kind of wet snow, you had your snow pants on, you had your jackets, you just been out, finished sledding, you are tired, it's already mid-afternoon, 
and maybe the sun's going down because the sun goes down like at three o'clock at those days and you go inside and you are drenched your parents are like hey young version of you like where have you been all day and you say i've been out with i've been out with friends and they say okay okay I'm glad you made her home safe. Maybe not in 2020. Uh, these days, everyone has their own phones, and I don't think I, I don't know how parents even handle kids at all. I don't have kids, so uh, maybe I'm way off base there. But just imagine, just imagine back then when it was the Wild West, and kids just ran off anywhere, and you know, hopefully they came back. Uh, but but um, I don't know why I thought that was funny. I just imagine your just kids going. You're coming back inside, you're you're drenched, you're soaked, and the moment you go inside though is when your body instantly adjusts from being outside freezing, cold, hungry, thirsty, into feeling like you're in your own bunker, your own your own like medical ward, where you go inside and your parents just pretend they're nurses, you know, and they're like, hey, we're gonna make you feel good. Or make you feel better. They'll help you take off your wet shoes. Maybe, you know, your your toes might feel a little bit like numb. You know they don't have any frostbite, but you, but they're certainly cold. They're very cold. Uh, you're able to put your hands over the heater just slightly while your parents take off like jackets and snow pants, and notice like hey like despite my jacket being wet, my shoes being wet, like the only thing that's really wet outside I take after I take out my uh, snow jacket and snow pants and everything else are my socks. So you try pulling off the socks, it's hard because it's wet. Your parents help you, oh, that feels nice. You know, your, your feet are finally clean or you get some fresh air. You put on some new socks and you're still in your nice, you're still in nice sweater or sweatpants that you had um, after you're taking off your snow pants, but you're still feeling cold. And you keep your hands in front of the heater, and it feels so nice, so warm. Then you put your little feet there, too. It feels nice and warm. And then your parents come up, and they're like, Hey, you want some hot chocolate? And you're like, heck yeah. So what you do is you hop on, you know, the couch. And at that point, the couch, I mean, your feet only go, like, what, a foot out. So that couch just might as well be a bed. You sit up on the couch, the pillow on the side parents just hand you some Swissness. No, 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 no. We're gonna, we're gonna up the notch here. Not Swissness. We're gonna do, I think, uh, we're kicking it up with, uh, Land O'Lakes. Yeah. Throw out some Land O'Lakes hot cocoa mix. The real stuff. Then, it's nice, warm. You get, you get a nice big old mug. Not a huge mug, because your hands are still a little tiny, but it's a nice mug uh, that already feels warm, and it's not too hot. You know the hot chocolate's really hot, it's scalding hot. But the insulation from the cup feels warm and toasty. You put it on your hands, and that warmth of your hands just starts melting into your body. You're already feeling warm, you're already feeling cozy, you're already feeling loved. You got your parents there. They're, they're supplying you the hot cocoa. But then they say, hey, you ready for some soup too? And you're like, what kind of soup? And you're like, chicken noodle. And you're like, oh boy, that reminds me of that commercial I saw where everyone is nice and tidy when they have that chicken or and have that chicken noodle. I want some of that because kids they're impressionable. They want to see as kids we are. Or back then, they are, we are, whatever. We're all impressionable. And as a kid we're more likely to believe that. So we already just play out in our imagination, in this scenario, another imagination, another scenario, where you're getting all of the 
the fixins. You get your hot chocolate, you get your hot cocoa, you get your uh, chicken noodle soup. Your body is now being warmed up uh, with the ball temperature inside being like 50 degrees warmer than outside. Then, on top of that, when you're done with the hot chocolate, or maybe when you put the hot chocolate on the side or your parent takes it for you, they'll get a nice blanket for you. you throw the blanket in on top. Boom, you're covered, you're in a blanket, you're feeling warmer per second, and that's also a really good feeling of coziness. It's just the art of feeling cozy is cozy in itself. And you're looking outside, and it's still been snowing all day. You just decided to stop your snow shenanigans for the day. And then you get to realize, man, I was out there, and now I'm in here. I get to enjoy my rewards of being inside and as a kid. To me, if I were a kid, that would be... No, a kid again. That was still, like, the greatest cozy feelings that I've had. And then, on top of that, you know... We still probably need some simulation as kids. Get rid of that damn smartphone for kids. Back then, we had TVs, televisions, busting out some mid-afternoon cartoons from Fox, maybe some Power Rangers. All right, boom, you feel like you've won the jackpot. You're warm, you got hot cocoa, you got your chicken noodle suit, and you're snug, you had a good day, and you get to reward yourself with some Power Rangers. Come on. That is great if you're a kid. Now it feels so cozy and so warm and so loved. And maybe that's what we all need at the end of the day, is just to feel cozy, secure, loved. And, I don't know, I'm going to get all like philosophical, not philosophical, just my mind, stream of consciousness is going to go, is going to be going places, but, I don't know, maybe that's kind of what the whole art of sleep that we're all trying to achieve at the end of the day is all about. Um, it's just... You know, lack of sleep, obviously, it's going to be more leading to lack or more worries for everything, and that could be from feeling safe, feeling safe in the future, like your life situation, the stress that's going on day in and day out, versus just enjoying what's around you and knowing that, hey, like, I've done everything I needed to do. It's time for me just to enjoy what I have right now. Uh, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be enough to get you to sleep. And again, from the last episode, we talked about it before. Always, I don't know, just always put yourself in a position to where you can control, uh, control things. And hopefully, uh, you know, talking about cozy scenarios or cozy situations uh, is enough to kind of put you in that mindset of saying, "Hey, like it can be nice. It could be warm. It could be cozy." Know, and feeling cozy as you try to sleep is as important, maybe more important or less important than um, solving all the other issues, because I think coziness is just the end result of solving all of the other things, or just enough of the other things to where you can get to the point to where you get to enjoy the coziness. I think that makes sense. So hopefully I did not lose you guys too much. Now oh, this last one, and I think I'm going to wrap it up. This might be something. If you guys like this, uh, let me know. Obviously, uh, follow me on Twitter at Droolish Podcast. Uh, that's there. Follow me on Twitter, or you can email me to uh, droolishpodcast at gmail.com. If, if you'd like to hear more, see more, or just have any other additional subjects that you'd like me to talk about, I do enjoy talking about these cozy uh, scenarios. Uh, quite free, like I, I've been. This is my first time doing it, and I've actually been enjoying it. So um, this might be an ongoing series. Who knows? 
maybe not. I don't know, but uh, but let's just go into the last one, at least for now. Maybe we'll circle, circle around this in the future. I know a lot of people here that listen. Uh, I, I, like I said, people listen to this podcast for a variety of reasons. Um, generally, like I said, I, I want to provide value and hopefully have you guys fall asleep. And I hope that I'm able to do that to, for a number of you. And I'm still able to, able to provide value in some way, shape, or form for the others. I'm just as happy. Um, as long as I can make your lives better, um, even if it's just a smidgen, uh, that's still awesome. So, last cozy scenario I'm thinking of. Let's just go all out with coziness here. And I'm not talking about, uh, you know, just sitting down this time. We're talking about being cozy actively. Maybe not super active. But let's discuss the art of coziness as we go to sleep. Now, I thought about this uh, fairly deeply. Not deeply, but for a few minutes. A few minutes. And there's one thing that just can't, that I can't shake off my mind. And that is, when we go to sleep, like how we go to sleep may or may not should be, like maybe, or should be, I should say, directly proportional to how we wake up. Now, I'll try to clarify that. When we wake up, I feel like when we wake up, there's going to be a lot of things that are stopping us from getting out of bed. Because we're already asleep, and regardless of the sleep quality that we had, we still woke up, and we probably don't want to get out of bed most of the time. And how we get up, and the barriers of us getting up, whether we hit the snooze alarm five times, or just lay in bed for 20 minutes and force yourself up, I think that is like almost like the hangover of us going to sleep in the first place. So, what I'm thinking is that if I can imagine or think about how we get up in the morning in the most comfortable way possible, we can spin that backwards into creating our, creating a cozy environment for when we sleep. Or maybe I'll just do the waking up part because just feeling cozy when you get up is perfect. We'll see how we'll see how this goes. So we decide to be as cozy as we can, either when we get up or go to sleep at night. First thing that comes to mind is if I'm walking around in the first place, or I just don't want to be uncozy or just uncomfortable, get a damn snuggie, okay? Or a poncho. I have a poncho. I wear it like half the time, and it's just enough to cover like the arms. But with the snuggie, it covers your whole body. And you're in your own house, okay? Who's going to judge you? The dog, the cat, your family. Psh, psh. You know, that's what I say. Get out of here, family. All right, they love you regardless, so you can do whatever you want. Within reason. Within reason, guys. But you walk around in your Snuggie. Everyone who's worn it says the same thing. It's one of the most comfortable things they've ever felt. All right, you've already reached level one of coziness. Okay, you already have something that wraps around your body. And you almost only want to get out of bed when you have that, okay? But when you put it on, you're ready to relax. You almost have a bed anywhere you're going. So you're already walking around in a Snuggie, all right? Whether you're getting up in the morning or waking up, or sorry, going to bed, you're pretty much in a Snuggie. Now, outside of that Snuggie, let's throw, let's throw in some wool-blended mittens. Let's do that. Those nice wool-thick mittens that prevent any cold from coming in. It feels so good. Just put that on and then how about you know your feet still going to be exposed but whatever you have uh you know it still could be cold out inside 
and you might have hardwood floors or tile floors. Or if you don't have carpet or, or thin carpet, the ground could be pretty cold. So even in the morning, just like the first steps that you take out in the morning, I don't want to. I don't want my feet to feel cold. I don't want to touch cold. I want to feel as comfortable as I was in the bed as I was out. So you're magically wearing slippers even as you're going to bed. You have your slippers in. You have your um, I man, I totally forgot. Snuggies. You have your gloves. Okay. On top of that, why don't you give yourself a nice little beanie? Not just like a stylish beanie, like a headband beanie that covers the ears. I'm actually wearing that right now. And you can feel like your ears just being warm and almost the heat like from your head. I know it goes out of your head, but I feel like most of the heat that matters is in my ears. And I feel like if my ears are warm and my hands are warm, then I'm warm and cozy. So put on a headband, put on some slippers as you go to bed. And you might make sure you have your Snuggie on, and maybe once you get in the bed, you can take that Snuggie off because the blanket will replace the Snuggie. But, or not, maybe you just wear the Snuggie without the blanket. I don't know. And you still need to have a nice blanket, though. Not like a phenomenal blanket, but generally uh, that comfort of having a blanket over you feels so secure. So, regardless if you, regardless if you have a Snuggie or not, get yourself, you, know, you have yourself a nice, like, down comforter. That's not like super thick, it's not super thin, you can have it pretty, it's pretty airy. You have that. And then of course, uh, I would recommend turning down the temperature, maybe to like 65 degrees. Now that sounds crazy. But as you go to sleep, in this scenario, the temperature is 65 degrees, and you know it's cooler uh, you know, in the air, but you already bubbled yourself up in so many warm things that it really doesn't matter. And I'm not talking about practicality here, okay? You're going to look ridiculous. But that's not the point. The point is, you are comfortable. And that should outweigh the amount of ridiculousness you, you even got to this situation. So you hop on your bed. Uh, I don't know, it's like a memory phone hybrid. I always love memory phone hybrids. Um, swap out the Snuggie with the blanket. You're already warm. The body heat from it creates warmth. But you can still feel the cold air hit your face, and you just know it's cold out. But you, st but your body registers that it's warm underneath the blankets, and everything's nice. And that is a feeling of comfort, security, and knowing that hey, despite what's going on outside, <laughs> like with your exposed skin underneath, it is nice. And then once you get up in the morning, as soon as you get out, yeah, you're gonna feel that front brush of cold air. You're gonna have those slippers right next to the bed. You're gonna put them on. And magically, your snuggie just gets come, comes together once you exit that blanket. And you put on your headband all in one swoop. You can walk straight to the shower and start that. Or you could just do that straight um, before you go to bed. Is take your shower, take your poison. You can pick shower before you go to sleep or after. You could do both, but I feel like that's just a bit of a waste of time. But regardless, you take your shower either before or after, and you still think about what your day is. So you can take it at night, think about how was your day, what, are you, what do you need to do tomorrow, what are the worries that you have, and then maybe you can figure out solutions. If it's in the morning, you can think about, hey, you know, did I have good sleep? What, what's my day look like? Was there anything that I missed? So on and so forth. Again, the whole experience from getting up out of bed to, you know, to the shower or your daily routine or vice versa from your daily task to getting to sleep should be comfy, cozy, and simple. And in this case, ridiculous. But 
in a perfect world, everything just magically happens. So, hopefully, this was enough to help you feel cozy. I don't know. Maybe you can light yourself some candles, make it smell really nice, too. Maybe in the morning or at night, throw that in the mix. I mean, there are a lot of things we can do to help try to do coziness. I mean, I didn't even talk about type of mattress. I didn't talk about additional pets. I didn't talk about products that are out there. There's a lot of things that exist. So, uh, yeah, so I, 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 I don't know. I enjoy talking about these cozy scenarios. There's probably hundreds of them that are out there. I can, I can probably start looping up some more, more of these. But if you enjoyed everything, just let me know on Jewish Podcast uh, at gmail.com. Of course, your support by downloading in one hunt is always great. It makes you feel uh, really, really good and validated that, like, hey, I'm helping people out. And it makes me, you know, still, you know, I, I, it reinforces the fact that, you know, I, I want to make this podcast better. And always, for me, I just want to do things that I think I find interesting for other people or that I think other people would find interesting uh, more specifically. So, uh, yeah. And... And the fact that you guys still listen to me, like, for 15 minutes or 16 minutes is crazy. I, I, I just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's awesome and humbling at the same time. So, uh, yeah, if there's any subjects that you guys want me to talk about or any feedback or any sounds and stuff you would like to hear, I would certainly uh, work to uh, work on incorporating those on the podcast. And uh, that's, I think that's it, guys. I... I hope, like I said, hopefully you guys enjoyed this uh, in regards to future episodes. Uh, like I said, my startup ideas episodes. And this is going to be, like, you guys, if you are done with the cozy stuff, you can stop listening now. I just refuse to talk about the podcast specifically um, for an hour at this point. But I like to talk about these little updates at the very end because, you know, the, you guys should be sleeping. And maybe if you're listening in your sleep, you can't, you know these thoughts just implant into your brain and you, you know what the next episode's going to be uh, in, in your dreams, I don't know but but uh, yeah, the startup episodes I will be picking up picking back up again um, probably by the end of February uh, I have been working a lot more like outside of the podcast stuff so uh, I, I'm doing my best to continue to do two episodes a week and uh, I would like to do more, but I will, like I said, I've been saying this for the last few weeks, and I should create a Patreon. I've had people ask me about that. So, I will uh, go ahead and do that um, sooner uh, rather than later, I hope. Uh, hopefully by the end of February. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I want to dedicate more time to this, and I think the key for me to dedicate more time to this is to um, spend the time to uh, I don't hear from you guys, I think, because I, I like to talk about things like I want to talk about, but um, there's going to be certain days where I might not have anything to talk about, and maybe I could, uh, I guess I'd like to do things that are ridiculous, but um, I do like to at least semi-plan for these episodes, and and spend time thinking about, like, hey, like, this is help others, or hey, like, this is something worth trying that can help others. If it doesn't meet those qualifications, then I feel like I'm being selfish and just talking about myself. And yeah, I do talk about myself fairly frequently, and it's my podcast, but the podcast shouldn't just be me talking about me. That's really selfish. Um, I like to talk about my experience related to how it could help you. I feel that's fine. Um, because, as I mentioned before, I'm not like a huge expert on these specific things. I'm usually an enthusiast or an advocate or someone who is 
very observant on a lot of these things, and and I firmly believe that you know just because you read something online or just because you hear it from you know quote unquote professional does not mean the input of other people who have had their anecdotal experiences or empirical data or whatever um, shouldn't be relevant to you, because for example. Uh, you know, any if, if, if we're all listening to the same podcast, and it's not this podcast, but we all could be listening to, like, say, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, um, not everyone's going to like it. So, like, it's impossible to have, like, a one-size-fits-all solution, and there's so much content out there that fits, like, I don't know, I feel like finding custom content that fits certain needs is very, is it's, it's incredibly important compared to just having a one-size-fits-all solution that might only solve... 80% of the problem for 20% of the people. Uh, something like that. Yeah, so. Yeah, I've been. I'm gonna. I guess to figure out more in the meantime. Uh, I know for certain. Uh, I know betting is coming up for like March Madness. I know that's gonna happen soon. Uh, there's some XFL stuff that has come out, and I've been interested in talking more about that. But it's so fresh and new that. Uh, I feel like I have to actually watch the games, and I don't have an opinion on it because I have not watched the games yet. So I've been doing a lot more of uh, trying to avoid reading like what people think and interviews and whatnot. And um, but still, I've heard the reception of the XFL has been good. Um, but I had just been so busy, I just missed the first week. So I still want to spend time looking at the product, looking at the games, and thinking for thinking about it for myself and then making uh, any bets or anything from that, but uh, that still won't be anytime soon. Now, I know the Daytona 500 is coming up, um, but uh, I don't think, it's the first race and I, I, uh, it's just, I feel like it's a crapshoot, so. So I can't do that. And then, uh, yeah, I don't think I have any more uh, gambling updates or sports betting updates that I can keep you guys involved in. Uh, I just mainly place my bets as I see value and there's been nothing worth um, investing in. Uh, I might just do a ridiculous episode of just random stupid bets that that might appease some of you and myself too. Okay. Um, I also have, I still have to clear out my rollover bonuses from both uh, sports books so I tried depositing or withdrawing all of my money out and just uh, taking a pause for a bit but I still have to bet like couple grand worth more and ugh. and I don't I don't like betting super big so it might take me a few more weeks to uh, do continual betting but I don't know I, I need to get on that though because I want to clear I want to clear out that cash and then uh, reinvest it towards either uh, the podcast or or you know my consulting or whatever or whatever I feel like it's worth investing in so and until next time folks take care and dream easy